Hello and welcome to this Indica special presented to you along with Bombay Rock Association. My name is Darshan. Today we're going to talk to the band Split from Mumbai. Split has been around since 2001 on the Indian rock scene and are known for their alternative sound, the grungy originals, the tight performances and the evangelistic support for a certain brand of 7-year cast rum. We have Garrett DeMello on harmonica and vocals and Aviv Pereira on lead guitar speaking with us today. Don't forget to catch them live on Sunday April 3rd 6 pm onwards at Bandra Bandstand Amphitheater at a free concert for the Nargis Dutt Foundation. Here we go. Split. Hi guys. Hey, what's up? Good morning. So guys, you know I've been hearing for some time rock is dead, rock is alive. Can you can you tell me like you know finally is rock dead or alive? <laughs> um. Well, I think the I think that's pretty irrelevant to me at least because we just do what we do. Whether as as a genre it's alive or dead, we're still gonna keep doing what we do and making the music that we love to make. So and that there are always people who are gonna be making this music and people who are gonna be listening to it. So. I think the question of dead or alive is something that it's it's always about. I think the question of dead or alive is just something that that journalists when they have nothing to write about then then they'll write about uh, is rock dead or is it alive? <laughs> 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 Even classical music was a very old form of music and classical music is still alive and kicking. Although it not it might not be popular music of today, it's still alive and kicking. People are still playing classical music, so. You are absolutely right in saying that there's a group of people who want to listen to, you know, the kind of music that you are making and other rock bands are making. But how has the scene changed? Like you've been you've been playing for close to seven eight years now, like as part of Split. It's got it's gotten better, man. Yeah. I mean, compared to when Split first came about and when all of us started playing, like I've known Gary since college and. you know we started playing back in 96 97 i think you know as individuals and and stuff and since 97 96 it's gotten a whole lot better man i mean original music is accepted there are gigs and venues to play record companies interested instruments you know it's it's much 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 better so definitely maybe rock is you know pulling out in israel and places like that where you know if you go to tel aviv you're more likely to find an electronic set than a rock band but you know barring a few places in europe and you know um, the middle east like places like israel or whatever rock is pretty much alive and kicking man the electronic scene is not that big as yet although it seems like that it's you know but no, i'm saying the distinctions have blurred a lot music that would have probably been considered not rock 50 years ago uh, now a lot of people consider it rock a lot of exchanges happen with different styles of music different cultures different genres people rock bands incorporate electronica elements folk elements yeah. Genre is just a quick, convenient way to convey in a sentence to someone what kind of music you play. But finally, the person has to listen to the music, and finally, the music listen. has to be good. Rock or whether it's something else, I don't. I don't think those things are really important. So 
what might happen is like history show you know in the 30s like a guitar is so big now everybody has a guitar in the 30s from you was a saxophone or you know the any of the brass instruments where everybody was playing brass instruments and jazz was the thing in everything and it did, it has faded out so until you really see guitars you know fading out in another instrument replacing it i doubt you can get rid of rock music or you know the heart of rock music is as long as you have someone with a guitar and a distortion pedal you're going to have some form of rock music or the other whether they're fusing it with electronica or fusing it with whatever music of the future so i think you know rock is as a genre is here to stay at least for the next millennium <laughs> and i think it's like you know gary said earlier it is it is a little uh, I mean, why even talk about it? Why even talk about it being dead or not? I mean, we're rock musicians. You're you're interviewing a rock band. So how can rock possibly be dead? I don't think <laughs> we're dinosaurs, man. <laughs> no, no, no. Of course, you're not dead. You know, I wouldn't be talking to you and wouldn't be asking you that question. <laughs> yeah. So it's not that to be meant to be taken literally. So you spoke about bands using technology to to make and record music. What are your thoughts about uh, you know hybrid bands that use loops or drum machines? or laptops for the performances I, I find it very interesting finally finally the, the music needs to be good and to some extent i find it disappointing if a band relies overwhelmingly on loops and stuff and and they're doing very little live but but that's if if it's in a live situation if i go to watch a band live then i then i want to see them actually play something whereas if it's on record then i don't care if someone's put put it together like playing guitar or they program stuff finally the music needs to be good I second that man that's the I think that's the only criteria one would uh, you know need to employ when watching an electronic band and these hybrid bands and most of these I think will have at least live bass player as not a drummer right to kind of set up grooves and stuff it's it's good man it's like what you know what happened to rock and roll a couple of years ago when this when synthesizer was introduced to just pure rock and roll it was kind of like you know what what the fuck's happened or when bob dylan went and played electric every gave him hard times i think a lot of the purest rockers and you know the so called rockers who you know think oh what the fuck rock should only be like this are the ones that will mainly have a problem with you know fusing bands and crossover music i think it's bloody brilliant man and you know as it gets better and better because it's only going to make rock heavier and you know there's going to be some smart chap who's going to figure out the perfect balance between electronic and rock and it's going to be humongous do you as split think that you'll incorporate some of these elements into your music yeah as a guitar player i think there are a lot of times when i'll employ non conventional sounds or men uh, you know will employ non conventional guitar sounds to make the music interesting and i think that kind of borders on electronica it's not apparent in any of the older stuff but the newer stuff where i'm using a processors a lot more than just producing distortion and clean sounds you know there's a lot of playing with delays and stuff and i think then that becomes all of all of that becomes you know elements of electronica not necessarily having a groove playing off a groove box or something so i think we already are moving in that direction right tell us a little bit about your influences what bands do you listen to are there any you know current new bands that have come out that you feel are uh, you know worth listening to uh, are you talking about indian indian bands or anywhere bands that you listen to and which have influenced your music there's a huge range of influences blues i guess is a very strong influence for all of us but apart from the blues i think it is very varied into a lot of punk a lot of underground stuff i think not not the mainstream alternative i find mainstream alternative not really alternative in any way a lot of <laughs> alternative pack grunge was a huge influence these rock so all kinds of bands from all over the place man it's difficult to to list like a handful or pick any specific genre and i thought as for especially uh, contemporary bands 
and I know this will sound weird because I play for Smith and everything, but ha, you know, listeners, I love my band and I love the music as a, you know, objectively too. But you know, if you listen to a split song, there will be so many elements. Like you know, sometimes you listen to Merritt's playing, you probably hear horn section and you know the way he phrases things. You listen to my playing. Sometimes I'm trying to incorporate like a flute line I've heard, you know, Pandit Haripasar Chaurasia sort of playing, uh, you know, at certain times and. You'll see all of these small influences and it becomes so difficult to pick specific genres to say, you know, hey, this is what's influenced the band, music or whatever. But like I said, blues, you will see a very common thread of blues throughout everything. You will see a very grunge thing because we're 90s kids. I mean, we all grew up with the Pearl Jams and the Nirvanas and stuff. But other than that, you'll see everything from the Beatles to Pandit, Hariksha Chaurasya to Zach Tararocha to... You know, anybody, anybody you want to take. Sometimes even the electronic, electronic artists, man. I mean, I listen to a lot of massive attacks. A lot of times when I want to put in, like, you know, one of those kind of lines, I listen to this band called Bonobo Offlet, which is this brilliant band by this guy called Simon Green. He's actually a DJ and, you know, programmed music in the studio. And then takes it out live and, you know, has uh, someone, you know, has a band play the music. So, favorite bands, Offlet, I think John Butler's a brilliant band. Uh, People should... Really, really check this band out. It's an Australian band. It's a child, beautiful music. Indian bands, any exceptional band of it, Gary, that we watched as a band together? Very recently, I can only think of Bombay Basement. Oh, yeah, Bombay Basement. And uh, apart from that, uh, we're all huge fans of Pentagram, I think. I love uh, Lounge Piranha from Bangalore. I've just been listening to this Delhi band called uh, Peter Cat. Recording company. They sound very oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I downloaded. Yeah. I just I just downloaded the album two days ago and haven't finished into it yet. But they sound very interesting. And Rosemary was a really nice band. I haven't heard of them recently, but I was quite looking forward to see what they were going to do next. What are your views yeah, about uh, you know Hindi rock bands? Do you have any plans to go Hindi or? Do you feel that having the same kind of music and just changing the language of your lyrics can can help your music go to more people? I'm sure it will make it more accessible because finally English is not the most widely spoken language in, in India. But finally I'm I'm doing this to express certain things and I can express myself best in English. So that's what I'm going to do. My my Hindi, I, I can't I can't write in Hindi for sure. It, it would be really crappy. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm we're all very particular about lyrics. And we don't just fire off stuff. I want to say certain things and I want to say them well and to say them well I need to say them in English but uh, there's, uh, there's, there's nothing wrong with I, I I love some of the Hindi bands I've heard have sounded really good like Gary said you, the lyricist has to be a craftsman the lyricist and vocalist I worked with this one band uh, a couple of years ago where this uh, this guy the vocalist and lyricist was so fucking brilliant I'm sorry if I'm using too much about it he was so brilliant you know, mm. this guy he could write Lyrics effectively, so when you, when you heard the melody and you heard the words that were going with it, they really fit, fit it seamlessly. And I think no band should try and force language of any sort into their music. Like guys, says, if, if you feel it and you can write and then express yourself, then it's worthwhile doing. Otherwise, no man. And the Hindi bands that are pulling it off really successfully, they're not pulling it off because they're singing in Hindi. I mean, there are Hadar Hindi bands. The ones that are pulling it off are the ones that can express themselves you know, clearly in Hindi, rather than the ones who are just trying to use Hindi because it's commercially viable.
Absolutely. So what you're saying is that as long as the music is from the heart and you know, it's coming from the right place, yeah, it's going to do well. Tell us a little bit about your songwriting. How do you think of your songs? How do guys compose melodies? Who writes the lyrics? Like, are there any particular situations where you find yourself flowing with creativity? Tell us a little bit more. <laughs> Again, you know, just like I, like we said earlier, it it is very much a process of the heart. And I know that will sound cheesy because you know, if you think people might think, you know, the Harbar, you know, he writes only from his heart. I mean, yeah, I mean, it it actually is true. I haven't written, I hadn't written a song for like four years until I really felt like writing a song, and then I put it down. And I think it's pretty much the same with all of the boys in the band because all of us are very sincere. Gary is the only one who is also has a band called Discordian and he's been writing a lot of it. So he's the only one who seems to be well-oiled and he's still <laughs> really punching out songs. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, but otherwise, I think feeling, feeling and stuff is, is important. Can't force it. But to some extent, you, you have to... I think it is work because uh, heart and feeling and stuff sometimes tend to get a little overrated because finally you have to put in a lot of work. You might be feeling something, uh, but sincerity is not everything. So you can come up with some really shit uh, but sincere songs. And, and a lot of people a lot of people do. But all of us have... Uh, we've written very sincere but extremely shit songs when we started. And my first couple of songs, uh, I don't even remember them, but I know they were bad. So uh, sincerity doesn't doesn't count for everything. So you need to feel it, but then you then you put in a lot of work to refine it and make it something that's really beautiful and that communicates well. I mean, songwriting, 99% of the time, especially it's split when we generally write, you know, one of us will get the lyrics and one of us will get the melodies. Like a lot of songs have been listening to that, you know what I mean? There's something that we all feel very strongly about. I mean, all of us in the band, uh, all of the songwriters in the band, for sure, um, Mel, me and, uh, Mel, Gary and me, is religion where, um, I don't mean we're obsessed with it, but what I mean is that, you know, you can talk about religion and certain bad practices of religious people or politicians or whatever, and you'll get us going, three of us going right away, and then we can just sit in and write. So a lot of times when, you know, Mel will write something and he'll bring it and, you know, Gary will put a melody to it, or, you know, vice versa. So songwriting is pretty much a lot of fun. I've been learning a lot of songwriting uh, because of... Uh, band I mean you know like I said I'm otherwise a very complacent very lazy songwriter when I feel like you know writing I'll generally sit down and write but now of late I've been pushing myself to write and get what's sometimes it's just laziness that doesn't let you get what you're feeling or what you know what you want to say outside because like oh god this word doesn't work I have to find a new word find a new melody and so sometimes you need to get off your ass Good, good. It's 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 very nice to hear of that that you know work ethic in songwriting is as important as doing any kind of work. So so you need to put in a lot of effort uh, towards it because it's not going to just come from the air like inspiration. Tell us what are your plans for this year? What does uh, 2011 look like? Are you working on some new material? Any tours that we can look forward to? Uh, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, but. Uh, Material, yeah, we're, we're working on new material for sure. Uh, we plan to start recording and we've already got a bunch of gigs lined up. We want to gig as much as we can. I think our, our album, uh, the plan is to have it out uh, soon, soon enough. I think now we have, what's very nice, we have a good five new songs, no? Uh, Counting yeah, we've got about and, uh, five, five, six new songs. Yeah. In fact, the past couple of gigs, I have, uh, I'm not sure when you've seen us last version of, but, you know, the past couple of gigs we've been taking on this whole new sound, we've been playing a lot of acoustic, we've been playing a lot of slower, you know, quieter songs, not uh, necessarily, I mean, they're not love songs, but they're, they're slower songs, basically more serious mm-hmm. and stuff. So pretty much, I think this year developed a, a more 
polished sound. I think that's one of the game plans because the album is also going to be out. And that's pretty much it, man. Tools, if you know of any, let us know. We'll be happy to see. Some things we can't talk about, I think, right now. <laughs> so, we have some things under the wraps. And, yeah, sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. You were saying. No, no, I, no, I, I can't just, speak about it. Some things are still being worked out, so we're not, we're not yet ready to announce it. Not yet permitted to speak about it. <laughs> Although I'm very eager to. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I, so I understand that. Some some secrets there and uh, hopefully some good stuff uh, coming our way. We'll be looking forward to this stuff. So tell me your uh, thoughts about uh, your uh, favorite uh, old monk. Old monk? Oh. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we, we just... It's a drink of choice and goes well with everything, man. I mean, I've had it with... I've been thinking and hoping that this year we'll finally get sponsored by old monk, guys. Oh, not this HL, Indoor Soul Monk, dude. It's enough. And we're getting older too, man. So I think it fits the bill now. You know, we're all like 30, 31. So it's like, it's it's about time Old Monk recognized our dedication and loyalty to the brand and how we push it. Can you imagine? I don't think any other band gets asked about a specific alcohol brand in at the last record. <laughs> it's brilliant, dude. Awesome, man. So tell me about some good times when you've mixed Old Monk and Rock. Like, I think that's a potent cocktail. Well, that's actually a pretty regular thing for us. And especially when we uh, when we got back together last year, our managers, uh, our new managers, kept uh, ensuring that we were well stocked with Old Monk. <laughs> they were just worried about, worried about how we were. We were all a bit, I guess, tense after the, after the long break. So they they would have their pet sessions and stuff, and along with that they would also make sure that there was old monk on stage and they would at any point of time. Bloody horribly strong things like you know when you're when you're off stage, everybody's sharing a drink, smiling at each other, <laughs> and then you know the the boys would pass us a, a, a sponsor and like a, you know thumbs up filled with old monk, mm. and you take a sip and like whoa you have to wince man because it was like strong, so they ensured that we got smashed. Oh, but, you know, for our listeners, you, you'd like to know that me and Gary have uh, once, out of necessity, come up with the most interesting way to drink Old Monk, man. I mean, I remember once me and Gary had gone for a gig. I think we were watching the gig or we were playing it. I'm not even sure. At Zenzi. And for some reason, oh yeah, they wouldn't let us take our, our Old Monk and Cola in. So we decided to be smart. We went to this, this shop across the road. And we bought some Mangola and put our old monk into that, dude. And they let us take it because it's Mangola. But what a drink, dude. The <laughs> listeners, please try it. Take some Mangola and put some old monk in it. It's very good. It's better than cola and, old monk. and old monk. People can try it before you get this cocktail patented, right? <laughs> yeah, they can try it. I'm sure it's not going to be patented. Unless old monk says, uh, okay, here, boys, here's like you know, 10 cases of old monk for the year. And here's five lakhs for drinking our thing. You're now officially endorsing Old Monk. I don't think we're going to pay into it otherwise. <laughs> another another good uh, mix for Old Monk is uh, coconut water. It's a really good coconut water. And that's a great container as well. So you just, if it's a good coconut, just pour a peg of Old Monk <laughs> into the coconut itself. <laughs> and, and then sip it out of a solid And nobody will have any idea what you're having. Yeah, sugarcane <laughs> juice, coconut yeah. water. I mean, you can try Old Monk. Oh, sugarcane juice is also lovely, yeah. <laughs> 
my god this is awesome this is awesome you guys that masters at, at this guys <laughs> tell us tell us a little bit more you know what happens in a band for a lot of people being in a band is is very exciting so i think you have to keep up that reputation or you have to keep up that idea so tell us a little bit more some exciting stories that people will like to listen to when you ask it like that okay, you know somehow everything flies out of my mind i can't think of any exciting stories when when we were thinking with people is when all, when all the exciting exciting stories are remembered uh um, okay i tell you what i tell you an interesting thinking story okay that happened off late i mean this is this is a silly story but it's it you know it's silly you have to be there and i'm not sure how it's going to sound when it's told but i'm going to do it anyway we were at uh, hyderabad i think last year we played the we played the hardy davidson tour we were we were at hyderabad and uh, generally i'm a little more reserved than usual when my girlfriend's around when my girlfriend generally travels with me to a gig or whatever i generally will control my alcohol intake because i you know i want to take care of her and stuff so this time around she didn't fly with us to hyderabad So I was a free bird, and um, Himanshu noticed this, and he's like, "Pancho, Priyanka, nee, there is a lot of to get drunk today." And we got smashed, you know. After the gig, we came back and we were smashed like monkeys. And I say monkeys because we were smashed like monkeys. <laughs> What we were doing was we were taking, I was taking rum and I was throwing it around the room and blessing everything. Bless you, my children. Bless you, my children. Then I think me and Himanshu tried uh, tried to go out of the window, and we were trying to jump from the window. out and onto the terrace of another hotel and stuff like that and we were actually doing those things you know we were trying to jump out the window and we were jumping from bed to bed and i think one of us almost hit our head in the fan the next morning okay the next morning we get up and everybody else has gone to the individual rooms and this is i think mine and himanshu's room and we've crashed the hotel room okay the next morning we go okay we've seen the disaster and we're trying to conceal it okay so we get out of the, the hotel and we go down and everything And to our misfortune, these guys have figured out what we've done to their room. Okay, <laughs> they charged us seventeen hundred bucks as laundry bill, dude. I've never seen anyone who was blown away. It's like seven thousand rupees laundry bill. We had a big fight with them. Eventually, they ended up just taking about five or seven hundred bucks from us. But that was like a ridiculous thing because we've seen the way they crashed the room and we were jumping around it. Ooh, I think that was that's one of the best things of being in a rock band, you know. Yeah. Because you can be grown up men, but after you're done and you've played a good set, and everybody's back, everybody becomes so silly, and you know, wow, it's a lot of fun, man. <laughs> Insane. A lot of the fun stories we can't really tell because you yeah, get into trouble, or somebody, or somebody else would get into trouble <laughs> if we told those things. <laughs> I guess, I guess, some yeah. in ten years, when when it's far behind and nobody can get into trouble for them. Yeah, you'll write your memoirs, and that's when that's the time <laughs> to save all the stories for. Guys, tell me how hard is it to. Shuttle between jobs and music and family. How hard is it to juggle all this? In our experience, like regular nine to five jobs get very difficult to handle, and they usually hold the band back because they don't give you enough time to do what you need to do with the band. But if you have a more flexible job, or if you're if you're doing your own thing, like if you're freelance, working in a setup where basically you you can move things around when you need to, then then it just gets hectic, isn't it? So it's certainly doable. It gets very hectic, and some days you just want to. At least I uh, I I like. I really love. My sleep, and I love to sit back and do nothing. <laughs> Every now and then, I get really insulted, and then I just want to spend like a whole week at home and do nothing and see no one. But yeah, then you you get to do that for a few days, and then again you you're ready to start all over again. I don't think a regular like I don't think a regular nine to five job can work with a with a rock and roll band. Uh, mostly because you know you can get to do your gigs and everything, but you need to rehearse a lot. And even if you're not rehearsing as a band, rehearsing just as an individual musician, I think is very important. So, for people uh, who have 
you know, who want to do a 9 to 5 and play in a rock band, I'd say it's next to impossible. Although you can pull it off, but you can't pull it off for sustained periods that it requires for a band to really get big or whatever, you know. I mean, 99.9% yeah, of, of bands will not, you know, just get famous in 6 months or 8 months or whatever. I mean, they might get famous for one song or whatever, but what I mean is to sustain a career as a band musician over a period of time, you need at least 7 to 8 years of playing as a band together. Mm. And I really think that's, you know, next to impossible to do with the 95 frustrations and stuff built up too much. So. And it keeps you kind it's of stuck at, at that certain, at, at that same level where you're just playing your one gig a month or something because that's, that's pretty much what you can handle. You can handle only a certain amount of practices, you can handle only a certain number of gigs. And you can do more than that, but that's not sustainable for a long period of time. So eventually you slip back into a place where it's comfortable and both are kind of balanced but the job tends to take up more of your time. And like it's not just gigs and practices because when you, after a certain point then you need to do other stuff. You need to, your recordings happen, your interviews and stuff. Like if you were doing 9 to 5 jobs you wouldn't be able to do this interview on a, yeah. on a Wednesday morning at 11 o'clock. We'd be walking around the office, we couldn't be walking around the office talking on the phone like this. Absolutely. You have to be able to, you have something to fall back on, then you're not going to push it hard enough, man, because it's hard enough being a musician and then being an Indian musician, an Indian rock musician, an English, Indian English rock musician is just ridiculously hard. Because no one really wants to listen to you, you have a few fans and stuff. So you need to be psychologically prepared if you have a job and you know you know that 50 grand is coming at the end of the month, you're not going to work that hard on working or that riff or, you know, work that hard on your stage act. You're going to be like, tell not okay, time pass, they cut away, so you're getting your Saturday. So I don't think it you, know, it, it, you have to be psychologically prepared. So if you really want to be in a band, quit your job, spend the month or year in poverty eating vada pao and, you know, and then maybe you understand what it takes to be in a rock band in India. That's what I feel at least. So guys, you're playing on April 3rd, Rizvi Law College, an event called Hammer at Bandra Bandstand Amphitheater. Mm, yeah. That's for the Nargisdat Foundation for Cancer. And this is a charity yeah. show. So tell me, are there any other causes that you support? I love dogs and uh, I'm very concerned about the stray dogs in the city, in the country in fact. In many ways, animals are treated very poorly in this country. In spite of our pride, in our so-called uh, uh, heritage and stuff. I am involved with a cause. See, I come from a city called Thane, hmm. which is a relatively small city. A lot of people view it as a Gao. Then you can't have a Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, not not now anymore, but you know, 10 years ago, or 5 years ago, or 7 years ago, people would say that, and you know, it's, it's really ridiculous. I'm trying to get something started back home in, in Thane, where we support uh, more live acts, and uh, Split has been very sweet and is, is supporting me, and there's another band, uh, Devoid, that's supporting our cause. I think more people should be trying to organize smaller gigs at a grassroots level. Like, you know, if you live in Andheri, try and organize a, a gig in your locality. If you live in Dumbivli, try and organize a gig in your locality. And if we support musicians and bands more overall, then it will be, it'll be possible for a lot of musicians to give up their jobs and actually work as musicians. I think it's a waste <coughs> that a musician has to spend his years behind a desk frustrated because he couldn't make a decent living doing what he loved. So I think that's one cause that uh, everybody should be taking up. And... Uh, Split and other bands that I know of are very happy sometimes to play for free and stuff. As they went just to be, you know, just to play a gig so that we, we're playing. And I think more bands should do that. Getting all the musicians that are stuck behind stupid mundane 9 to 5 jobs out of there so we can have a huge community like it exists, you know, all across the world where people are playing music. And Brazil especially, man. Brazil has a beautiful live music culture. I mean, the, I was watching this documentary where they're teaching 
the kids in school, like, you know, they have one period of history, one period of uh, geography, then they have a period of music and a period of dance and DJing and, and whatnot. Wow. Should, you know, it's, it's about time that this culture started, you know, moving. Like, my parents often tell me, and I'm sure Gary will also agree, that, you know, his parents, back in the 60s and 70s, the 50s, music was taught as part of curriculum in the schools, man. I mean, why not now? Even if it's, at least teach, you know, Hindustani classical, you know, if you feel that Western music is bad and, and stuff, at least teach Hindustani classical music in school, yeah? give music the right respect it deserves. Everybody wants to make it commercially big in Bollywood, but no one thinks of what goes into it. So I think that's something that people should start taking seriously, you know. Let your kids play. Oh, that's a great thought. It'll be good for everyone. It'll be good for listeners. It'll be good for bands. It's it's just that a whole culture will become so rich. It promises to be an amazing experience in the future and all the best with all your initiatives for that. Thanks, Ryan. So that was my conversation with Split and do catch them at the gig at Bandra Amphitheatre on April 3rd. Also, you can catch Garrett's other band Discordian's album launch at Blue Frog on the 5th of April. Hope you enjoyed this podcast and keep listening in at theindicast.com. This has been an Indicast special podcast with Bombay Rock Association and I'm Darshan signing off.